L-O-P in the building. My life been a movie, I should have filmed it. Nicely with the pen game, pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame. Product, opinionated, but I'm coming through smooth with it. I be kicking back, you could Google it. Bring a block to the booth, he the truth, just another lane lock. I'm a Crown Heights legend, still repping the same block. Whoa. You are now listening to the Life of Product podcast. Gia, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. You are now locked into the Life of Product podcast. This is episode 36. Shouts out to everybody that rocked with me for 35. 35 was very personal. <clears throat> 35 was titled Losing a Parent. You know, I shared my story with y'all. Lost my mother last year. A lot of y'all have shared your stories. I know a lot of y'all personally, personally that listen to the show. And, um, you know, we're going to get through this together. It, we are definitely going to get through this together. You are not alone. Um, I'm glad I'm not alone and I'm glad I was able to share my story and really vent because it gave me some form of clarity and closure to everything because a lot of y'all have said the same thing, you know, losing your parent, you never really get over it. And mine was still fresh, you know, I lost my mother last year. Um, But this is episode 36. I'm not going to dwell on 35 too much. 36 is titled The 30s Club. Yeah, The 30s Club. A lot of us are in that 30s club, man. And I hope y'all represent right because I've been fucking representing to the fullest. <laughs> Uh, not to the fullest. I've been fucking up. Yeah, a little bit. There's a little bit of capping that. There's a little bit of capping that, like a slight ounce of capping that. But I'm trying. I'm all I could look. I'm human, B. I'm human. All I could do is try my hardest. But today's episode is <laughs> today's episode is titled "The 30s Club." The 30s Club. It's uh oh man. I feel like the 30s Club is broken up in three parts. I feel like the 30s Club. You got your you got your early 30s. You got your mid 30s, and you have your late 30s. You understand what I'm saying? And they're each very different, very fucking different. Um, the 30s club could be a scary place. It could be quite a scary place for a lot of people. See, a lot of people, um, they're still finding themselves in their 30s. They're, the early 30s, they're still finding themselves. Early 30s is really post-20s, is really what it is. From that 30 to 33 window, um, that's your window to fuck up. You understand what I'm saying? That is the window for you to carry your, your, your 20s problems into your 30s and bong, bong, bong. Early 30s is really post-20s. Early 30s is post-20s with money. Mind you, I have money in my 20s. I made more money in my 30s, but it, that's what it is. You know, in your early 30s, you're allowed to make those mistakes like in your 20s. You don't want to keep making the fucking mistakes. You, you don't want to do that. It's a scary place. Now, it could be a lit place. It can be a confusing place. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask y'all this, right? To the fans that listen to me every week, the ones that be hitting my DM, the ones that be emailing me, I want y'all to share your story with me after y'all listen to the show. I want y'all to tell me what was it like stepping into your 30s? What, what was your 30th birthday like? I want y'all to tell me that shit. My shit was fucked up. <laughs> it was fucked up. It was fucked up. You, you, it wasn't all fucked up, but it was like mostly fucked up. So on my, my, my 30th birthday, um, I had a girlfriend at the time. She was from Queens. She had just moved to the Bronx. I was living in Brooklyn, right? We had a reservation at a hotel in Atlantic City. We was going to rock out in Atlantic City that night, come back the next day, little day trip. You know what I'm saying? My shit started out bad. Literally, I had, I had a charge. I had a really nice Dodge charge. I had rims on it. Shit was fresh, yo. Woke up that morning. I had to run a couple errands. Turn the car on. Fucking check engine light comes on. The check, yeah. Listen, man, anybody that has a car, anybody that drives, you know, that is like doomsday. That's the fucking apocalypse is coming when your check engine light comes on. They started out like that. Boom. I go check my homeboy who had a um a car shop 
in Queens. You know what I mean? Shouts out to the homie Brian. So they got a car shop. If you go down Atlantic Avenue all the way to the end, where you uh where you go down Atlantic and you come to Sufton, where you can either go left or right, you bust a left on Sufton, you make a right on 93rd Avenue. I mean, sorry, you make a right on Archer. Archer turns to 93rd. You make a right on Archer. Go to like the first light, bust another left, and they got a car shop right there. Jumped in a whip, flew straight there, straight to Brian uh, Brian's shop. Like, yo, my shit fucked up. Boom, boom, boom. Had him put it on a diagnostic machine, had him check it out. He said, yo, you're going to need another engine. Yeah, I was hoping it was some like a code or some shit. But you know what it is? The funny thing about cars, uh, if your check engine light comes on and it's not making a rattling noise, it's most likely a code. If it's making a rattling noise, the engine is fucked up. So I'm like, I right, I got two choices. I'm either going to leave my shit here or I'm going to drive it back to Brooklyn and then come back. I said, I right, fuck it. Let me drive back to Brooklyn. I made it back to Brooklyn because at the time I was living right off Atlantic Avenue. I'm blowing down Atlantic Avenue, blowing down Atlantic Avenue. Surprisingly, um, this was a weekday. So y- y'all know alternate side parking is real. Surprisingly, I found parking where I did not need to move my car the next day or whatever. So I parked right around the corner from my crib. So... I had my girl at the time, who, uh, surely that was my girl. And I said, yo, I can't come to the Bronx and get you. You got to take the train to my crib. She was like, fuck it. She jumps on the train. So we ended up taking Greyhound to Atlantic City. Ended up taking, it, it wasn't a, it was not a bad ride. It was not a bad trip. But yeah, I, that's not what I wanted to do. I really didn't. Mind you, I hadn't taken Greyhound in fucking years. F- fucking years. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? It, it was weird. It was a weird demographic of people. And I don't like judging people. <clears throat> but it was a weird demographic of people on the fucking bus. So, car fucked up. Uh, mind you, turning 30, you, you got to kind of do it big. And I had planned on doing it big. I'm like, we're going to go to Atlantic City. We're going to gamble. We're going to drink. We're going to bong, bong, bong. We're going to rock out. It fucked the whole trip. Fucked the whole trip up. It, it, it was not... I, did, you know what? Yeah, we, we kind of rocked out that night. We, we know to try to make up for everything. But it just... You know, leaving my car problems, having to pay and buy tickets to go to Atlantic City, come back to my car problems, fucked it up. If I, yo, real talk, I ended up having to pay like twenty five hundred for a used engine. That was for a used engine and to get homie to put it in. I, pay, I think I paid like like twenty five hundred all together for that shit. So my thirtieth birthday was not great. <laughs> it was not great at all. It was kind of fucked up, man. It was oh man, but you know what? I made it past it and. There were a few things, and my excuse me, there was a few things from my late twenties that had actually kind of carried into my early thirties. That window, so the shit that was going on in my life from twenty nine, and it actually did carry to like, I think middle of my middle of me being thirty two, it carried to that. So, like I said, that that early thirties, that window of thirty to thirty three, you're allowed to fuck up, you're allowed to carry your problems from your late twenties into that. Now you have to kind of put that shit in a bubble you don't want to go into your mid-30s with that you you don't want to go into your mid-30s and, and this is, is this is something i actually thought about for years in my early 30s i told myself those problems i was having and shit i had a couple legal problems and shit i had some other things going on i told myself by 34 35 i did not want to bring that into my that that section of my 30s i didn't want to do that because you want to kind of start fresh you understand what i'm saying like i, I said on the show before Every 10 years, your life changes, right? Every 10 years, your life changes. Now, within those 10 years, you're going to have like a whole slew of fuckery happen. Hopefully, you don't. I'm not wishing that on y'all, but the average person is going to have a whole slew of fuckery. I've had a whole slew of fuckery happen. So, by that 34, 35, I kind of needed to 
uh, uh, clean my slate and, and push that other shit to the back burner and be done with it, which I did. And thank God I did the legal stuff, uh, the BM drama, all of that shit was done. And, and, and it needs to fucking stay there. <laughs> it don't need to come back. Stay the fuck where you at. Now, your mid-30s is coming. You, you know, so I said 30 to 33, that's your early 30s. Your mid-30s is like 34-ish to 37. You know what I'm saying? 30, 30, let's, okay, 34 to 37, that's your mid-30s right there. Yeah. So your mid-30s is you coming out of that slump. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of like, it's like a median somewhat. It's like a gray area slash median or whatever. Now, in your early 30s, you know, a lot of people don't know where they want to be at. A lot of them don't. By your mid-30s, I'm not saying be there because I wasn't there and a lot of people I know weren't there in their mid-30s, but you should at least have an idea of where the fuck you want to go. At least have an idea. You might not even have the plan, but you might have the idea of where you want to be at. And this is this is important. This is this is very important to have it. You don't want to just be winging it. You know, by, by mid-30s, a lot of people, the average person is a parent. They might have a couple kids. Um, by mid thirties, a lot of people, listen, by mid thirties, a lot of people are divorced. I don't know what the actual divorce rate is by mid thirties, but a lot of people I know got divorced by their mid thirties. It's surprisingly, I knew a, a good amount of people that got married in the, I say late twenties and shit like that. And they were divorced by their mid thirties. Yo. So, uh, and, and a lot of those people I know, once they stepped out of that marriage, it's like they broke out of their shell. They was able to become themselves which is crazy. And I'm not saying marriage holds people back, but I don't think a lot of people really think about the aftermath of freedom once they get married. Because, you know, a lot of people have this stigma that once you get married, everything is done. Lockdown. Boom. You can't go here. You can't go there. I I personally feel that a married couple, one, should be all about them, not sleeping with other people. But I feel like a married couple, you guys should still have a sense of your identity pre-marriage, a small sense of your identity pre-marriage, you should still be able to take one weekend out the month to go hang out by yourself or go hang out with your friends that you had before marriage. Now, if it's there's stipulations to it. Like, so say if a dude gets married or whatever, and he got his mans on it, whatever, his mans is not married or they are married or whatever, and he want to go hang out with them once a month, or the woman wants to do that with her friends, her girlfriends once a month, they should be allowed to do that. Now, if, if, if these dudes want to go Fuck with chicks and chase hoes and shit. Nah, you don't, I don't think you want to do that, brother. You're going to fuck your household up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I think that um, a lot of people that come out of a marriage in their mid-30s or are breaking out of a shell and they are refunding themselves. I've known people by their mid-30s that came out of a marriage. They were going back to school. They had a new career. They moved. Shit, they ended up meeting somebody else and, and, and fell in love. And that's the person they were supposed to be with. You know why? Because... They got out of that early 30s, post 20s bullshit that that they got out of that slump by their mid 30s. And they kind of have more of a sense of identification or a sense of self. They knew what they wanted. And most importantly, they knew what they deserved. See, that's another thing, too. A lot of people, we we kind of sell ourselves short when it comes to a lot of things, whether it's relationships, careers, uh, hobbies. You you might sell yourself short with a fucking hobby and you wasted 10 years putting time into one thing and found out you was dope as shit at some. It, it might be knitting. You might be the dopest fucking knitter in your family. And you was bullshitting because <laughs> you was trying to play basketball at the fucking YMCA every week and you was trash. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is you find yourself. You you have to, you might have to recreate yourself. 
in your mid thirties. And that's, that's another thing too, that people don't talk about. You know, I've, I've had times in life where I had to reinvent slash recreate myself and it's dope. You, you start learning more things about yourself that you didn't know before. It's, it kind of feels like you were holding yourself back. You know what I'm saying? You might, you might be on some fucking Leroy shit. Like you found your glow, my G. Like, <laughs> I know y'all looking like, oh, sad. So I just made a fucking comparison to Leroy from Last Dragon. Yo, listen, man, go be the fucking Last Dragon. Go, go, go find your glow right now and, go, and, and, and fight show enough. Fuck it. You might, you might have to. And like, you might have to because you didn't know it was there before. And why didn't you know it was there? Because you were consumed with so much stuff. The problems from your 20s, financial problems, relationship problems, all these problems were consuming you. You didn't really know who you were. You did not know how dope as fuck you were. Yeah, it's the boy Product. We will be right back with the Life of Product podcast. We got to pay these bills real quick. Shouts out to Anchor. We're going to do this sponsorship shit and we're going to come right back. Holla at your boy. Gia, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. We're now back with the Life of Product podcast, episode 36. This one is titled The 30s Club. Listen, man, the 30s Club is real. I told y'all it could be a scary place. It could be a lit place. It, it can be lit because you kind of, once you get past that bullshit of your 20s and your early 30s, you're at the point where you can establish yourself now. You, you can do shit. See, people in their 30s, a lot of people in their 30s, they travel, um, they make investments, they invest their money. Um, a lot of people in their 30s, their kids are older now. So me, I have my kids in my early 20s. So like like 22, you know what I'm saying, years old. My, my, when, when I was 22 years old, my oldest son was born. So by your 30s, your mid to late 30s, your kids are almost grown now. You got you don't have to fucking pay for no babysitter. Once they hit like 16, 17 years old, they can watch themselves. You know what I'm saying? I'm dead ass. And then by by that time, they ain't they ain't not even gonna want to hang out with you. They want to know the harsh reality of parenthood. Once your kids get a certain age and they get an iPhone, you mean nothing. You just pay the bill. <laughs> they want to go to the ball on weekends with their friends and shit. They want to get they want to get lit in their own kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Pre adulthood lit. Yeah, they can keep that shit. But not. Nah, 30s can be a lit place. People in their 30s, they, tra- they travel, they go to lounges. Well, before COVID, well, you guys still got people that party now during COVID acting like the shit ain't a thing out there wilding with no mask on in the club and shit. Fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? But it can be a very lit place. It can be a very fucking lit place. If you let it, if you let it. I know people in their 30s, they don't want to do nothing. They just want to sit around. Uh, they complain and shit. They sit in the house. They watch Netflix on a Saturday when they could be out socializing and things like that. It's what you make it at a certain point. It's and, and let me reiterate that your thirties is kind of what you make it. Once you get everything, once you get everything in order, and you can kind of control it and you can kind of dictate where it's gonna go, it can go in the right direction if you let it. Now, a lot of y'all don't know how to do that and. I don't mean that in a bad way, but a lot of y'all have been so consumed with problems. You don't, you can't recognize it. The, the signs are there. You just got to recognize it. You know what I'm saying? You, ha- you have to recognize it, but that doesn't work for everybody. Some, some people just can't see it. Now, you know, I touched on early thirties. I touched on mid twenties. I mean, I was saying mid twenties. Oh, I wish I was back in my mid twenties. <laughs> I touched on early thirties. I touched on mid thirties. Let's, let's talk about late thirties. Now I told y'all, by mid-30s, you don't have to be there, but you at least have to know where you want to be. By late-30s, you should have that blueprint written already. <clears throat> now, I know people in their late-30s or that were in their late-30s, 
that didn't have that. And it scared me because I didn't want to be like that. Like I, I'm a very analytical person, right? I'm one of the most analytical people you will ever meet in your life. And you won't even know it, but my fucking brain is moving like a time clock. And I analyze everything. Like I analyze the way, if I have a face-to-face conversation with a person, not only am I analyzing what they're saying, I'm analyzing their eye movement, their body movement. And sometimes I hate that shit because my brain goes into overdrive. I can't help it. But I'm a very analytical person. So from watching people years before I hit my late 30s or my 30s in general, seeing where they were at in life, I I used to tell myself, I don't want to be there. Don't want to be there. Because the longer you wait, to get where you want to be or where you need to be, the harder it's going to be to get there. It's going to be hard as shit. You're, you're playing catch up and you don't want to play catch up. You don't. Now, a lot of factors play into this. Where you live where you live at plays a factor. I know people from back home that lived in New York their whole life. You understand what I'm saying? Don't expect the average late 30-year-old in New York City to be where they should be at in life. It's not going to happen because us New Yorkers, we get so wrapped up in paying rent to people we get so wrapped up in paying bills, renting a, a fucking one bedroom is like $2,000. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, the average house in New York City is like $400,000. And, and that's for some bullshit. You're going to have to put another hundred, two hundred thousand 200000 to fix that shit. Brownstones is like $1.5 in Best-Eye. So de- like I said, depending on where you live at, where you're from, where you're from, that plays a big part. I got friends um, that I met when I was in school down south that are in their late 30s with two houses. You know what I'm saying? And and the thing about them, they're smart. They jumped on this shit because they saw how the market was going. You know, you understand? I know, I know people that are really doing it, doing it big. I know people in California that are struggling, like in New York, but then I know people on the northern side that are doing great. They're doing fucking great. So where you where you are from plays a huge part in that. Shit, I know a lot of people from back home that left. They left and I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. Who the fuck want to be struggling in their late 30s to pay rent to somebody just for them a year from now to say, all right, I'm going up $500 or get the fuck out. I'm selling this shit. You, you don't want to look. You are better than that. You are better than that. You don't want to fucking live like that. And <clears throat> it's it, it hurts me to see people from back home going through this shit because you guys, I know a lot of people in New York that work hard. They work hard. Look, look a lot of people I've met down south and They've always had this notion that they work harder than us New Yorkers. No, 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 no. I'm not saying y'all don't work hard, but us New Yorkers be having like two jobs and a fucking illegal hustle <laughs> on the side to pay fucking rent. I, I'm not the illegal type because I'm being locked up and, and being arrested and shit is not the way. So I'm, I've always been the legal type, but this is what motherfuckers be having to do back home and shit just to make ends meet. So don't come to me and tell me that y'all work harder than us. When your mortgage is like 800 and I will fucking rent be like 2500 You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that. But y'all work so hard back home. You guys deserve better. You deserve better. So don't spend your late 30s struggling just to meet your bills, the minimum of your bills, and not have nothing to show after that shit. <clears throat> we, a lot of us, we need some type of plan. I mean, I made a, me personally, I, mean, I made a plan in my 20s. But the things that happens to me in life kind of pushed me back. Every time I made a plan in my 20s, I got pushed back. You understand what I'm saying? The good thing about that is the experience. Is the experience that experience factor has helped me get this far. The plan that I have now in my late 30s, I'm gonna I, I've set myself up for a fucking W 
And when I get that win, it's going to be fucking big. I'm, I'm winning game seven. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to say that to, to toot my own horn or really big myself up. I'm, I'm dead ass fucking serious. When I get my W, it's going to be on some next shit. And I really hope y'all can listen to me and I inspire y'all to do the same thing. I really hope I inspire y'all to do the same thing. Early 30s, mid 30s, late 30s. You got to section this shit off. You got to section it off because you can't just say, all right, boom, I'm in my 30s. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. It is not going to work like that. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Who the fuck? Listen, man, <clears throat> motherfuckers being in their early 20s still thinking they a teenager. They st- still thinking that they a teenager. They still trying to do teenage type shit. Motherfuckers being in their early 30s still moving like they in their 20s. You understand what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you have to section this shit off. You, you need to leave yourself room for growth. You, if you look at from 30 to 40 and you don't timeline it, you are not, there's not going to be growth. So at 30, by the time you hit 34, 35, you are not the same person that you were at 30. You're going to look different. At 35, you are not going to look the same as you did in your 30s. You might have gray hairs. You might have wrinkles. You might have knee problems and shit. <laughs> you might have back problems. You never know. Your fucking vision might be going. You might need glasses and contacts and shit. So section it off. Don't don't sit there and just think that you are going to just jump into your 30s and run on the track. Nah, you're going to fucking fall. You're going to fall and get ran the fuck over. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it does not work like that. Trust me, it does not work like that. 30s, 30, by, by, by late 30s, you should be sleeping with one person. But yo, by, by late 30s, you should be sleeping with one person. So you, me personally, I don't want to be that dude in my late 30s trying to fuck everything. I don't want to do that shit because, you know, that shit we did in our 20s, you know what I'm saying? That's something you got to get out your system at a certain point. It's safer to not do that. Not only is it safer to not do that, it's cheaper <laughs> to not do that. Yo, man, in your 30s, listen, man, you're going to have to spend money dating. You're going to have to take a woman out. By, by late 30s, a lot of women are not trying to just get bong bonged and pushed to the side. They're not trying to do that because women ain't stupid. A lot of women that did that in their 20s, they are not doing that shit in their 30s. So you're gonna you're gonna have to go out on dates. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to know how to schedule shit because a lot of people in their 30s have children. You might have to get a babysitter. You might have to schedule shit around the time if your kids is in school and you off that day. This is how the 30s is real. The, listen, man, you learn shit in your 30s. You learn shit. You you learn how to uh, uh, properly manage your time in your 30s. Shit that you couldn't do in your 20s. In my 20s, I was bad at time management. I was horrible. Fucking horrible. Now that I'm in my 30s, I'm nice with that shit. Because I learned a little something. <laughs> yo, y'all probably be thinking like, this product is crazy. No, I'm not. I'm dead ass fucking serious, yo. And, and motherfuckers have tried to debate me and shit. Like, like, dog, listen, man, I know my shit. So if you want to debate, y'all want to keep hitting me up and debating, fuck it. Let's go back and forth. If I got time that day. But um, Gia, it's the boy Product, episode 36, the 30s club. This is the life of Product Podcast. I'm gonna see y'all next week. Gia.